I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Burris here, and welcome to Enter the Bat Cave. Uh, this episode is going up a little late today because I had some uh, technical issues, but got them resolved, and now I'm recording this right now. Well, everything can't be perfect, unfortunately. So, having said all that, here I am with Batman Year 2. Yep, my review of Batman Year 2. This one came out in June 1987. Yep, June to September of 1987. And this was written by Mike W. Barr. Yep, the story was written by Mike W. Barr. Of course, uh... Many of you uh, Star Trek fans may remember him from uh, Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generations, and Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and Star Trek Voyager. Yep, so long before, before he went beyond, well, what was that saying, uh, went before beyond where no man has ever gone before he was in dc and marvel and also worked in dark horses well uh his credits in dc comics of course uh action comics uh, 1982 the adventures of superman annual number nine worked a lot in batman batman and the outsiders batman dark knight dynasty batman bride of the demon he also worked uh, Two-Face Strikes Twice, Issues Number 1 and 2, Batman, Son of the Demon, Reign of Terror, Bruce Wayne, The Road Home. He also worked on Doc Savage. And also did Elvira's House of Mystery Number 7. Wow. And a bunch of other stuff you can look up on um, Wikipedia. And for Marvel Comics, he worked on The Amazing Spider-Man in 1981, Captain America. He's also done uh, Marvel Fanfare, number 6, Marvel Preview, number 23 in 1980, Marvel Team-Up, issue number 101 and 102 and 105. And even did a Star Wars one, Star Wars issue number... 49 also did a what if captain america and daredevil in 1981 oh and he also worked on an episode of batman the animated series paging the crime doctor yep so uh you can go check that out as well and also the the penciler were Alan Davis and Todd McFarlane. Yep, Todd McFarlane. This was before Spawn and before Spider-Man. He did work on Batman. He actually worked on the cover for year two as well. And, of course, year two takes place right after Batman year one. And this is uh, the story that is... 
that has inspired uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And, of course, um, yeah, it was inspired by it because of the Reaper. Yep, the uh, the villain, the Reaper. And um, it's not completely based... Yeah, the Phantasm was actually inspired by the by the Reaper. And um, it did borrow some elements from, from the story. So, um, and actually, we will be doing a watch along for uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm in a couple of weeks. So make sure you all tune in for that. And so now, without further ado, let's get right into the story. Chapter 1. Fear the Reaper. So we um, we see the Gotham uh, news news here. We see uh, news lady talk interviewing with uh, Gordon and making some comparisons to um, to Batman uh, to the Reaper, comparing comparing Batman to the Reaper, and, and of course the Reaper was a costume lawbreaker who stalked Gotham streets 20 years ago and of course he um, murdered criminals and of course uh, after some years ago he vanished disappeared and of course um, and of course Commissioner Gordon says you know you know the Batman works with the police force not against the, not against us and you know he doesn't kill and what have you and then we see some thugs uh stealing some shit out of an apartment and then we see a live demonstration on tv of the back signal and then one of the robbers uh flashes a flashlight and we see the emblem and it's the uh, gold and black emblem, and it's Batman. And one of the robbers says, "I thought we we was too little for you to bother with." And he says, "No crime is, and no criminal make Gotham City a safer place to live." And then, of course, he beats. And of course, he beats them up and stops them. And as he's leaving, he says, "I'd stay and wait for the police boys, but I've got other things to do." And then we see um, Rachel. Yeah, there's a character named Rachel. Uh, she's arriving with her. Um, well, her dad comes into town, and, you know, she's telling her dad that, um, you know, that she's joining the, you know, the nun, the nunistry, you know, she's going to, um, you know, become a nun, and of course, it's all thanks to Dr. Leslie Tompkins, and...
And then, of course, uh, we see um, in the next page, we see, you know, uh, Wayne Towers, you know, the tower, yeah, Wayne Towers uh, being, you know, Tower of Wayne Enterprises being um, made. And here we see Bruce, um, you know, meets Julia. And. You know, of course, he tries to charm her, and then, um, then, of course, the next day, they go to, they go to, um, they go to lunch, and, and, you know, Bruce, of course, turns on the charm, you know, he's flirting with her, um, you know, and, uh, you know, she says, I know this sounds very overblown, but I'm concerned with evil and its influence on the world. And the only way I know to fight it is by learning all I can about the human soul. Learning how evil take takes root there and grows. I'm sorry, I know I must sound like some sort of bargain-based philosopher. And of course he goes, not at all, Miss Caspin. Yep, her name is Rachel Caspin. And they go on to order, and of course, uh, you know, later on, you know, they, you know, he walks her home. You know, he asks, uh, you know, may I see you again? I've got two tickets for the season premiere of the Gotham Ballet Company, and she says, I'm afraid not, Mr. Wayne. You know, and he says, uh, you know, I'm take, I take my final vows in a few days. You know, enjoying the order of the sistery. Of the Sisters of Mercy, I'm going to become a nun. And... And of course she comes home, and... Her father... You know, of course, walks through the... You know, the Gotham streets. Goes to the secret uh, passageway. And... We see the Reaper costume. And the Reaper costume is like a red skeleton um you know it's got like a bulletproof like vest and what have you you know it's um yeah i can see definitely see the uh, influence um it had on um i can see how it influenced um you know the phantasm um costume except uh, the phantasm is more of a it's more of a skeleton meets the the Grim Reaper. Of course, it's in gray, whereas the uh, the Reaper costume has like a skull, and the rest of the suit is red and with a black coat. There. Um, next, we see a woman, a uh, black woman, walking down the streets. She's, um, you know, she gets grabbed by some thugs, and you know, a voice you know, yells out, says, release her. And the guy says, oh, hell, it's, who is that? He says, you don't know me, for I assumed my work done, but I know now, my work is never done. Who am I? To know me is to know fear. You know, he says, get back, fear, fear, the reaper. And slices him and of course he kills him 
and he kills the rest of some of the other thugs, and uh, they all run away. You know, and he says, Callow youth, there are many doors to the realm of death, and the Reaper holds the keys to them all. And of course, he shoots them down. Um, you know, he kills them, and then Bruce is at is at uh, Wayne Manor. Uh, Leslie tell, tells him to uh, stay away from her. You know, doesn't want her getting caught up in his um, you know in his world. You know, knowing that she is, I mean, knowing that you know he's Batman and and what have you. And of course, we see the bat signal in the sky, and. He, um, of course, goes down into the Batcave, becomes Batman, puts on the suit, and then has a meeting with, um, with Gordon. And we find out that, um, Gordon has, um, you know, is actually, um, eating a mint. He's trying a mint to quit smoking. <laughs> and... We find out about the, um, you know, the killing, and he says a man calling himself the Reaper carved up some punks on Bank Street tonight. Um, and of course, uh, Gordon thinks it's someone trying to cash in on their reputation. And of course, uh, and of course, before Batman leaves, he gives uh, Gordon a pipe. And of course, uh, Gordon has been known to uh, smoke a pipe, and and thus from then on, he goes on to smoke a pipe in, in comics. And then we see Batman out on patrol and go to the street corners where, you know, where there are uh, prostitutes, you know, on Bank Street here, uh, you know, the housing district, and. And of course, uh, the Reaper um, runs, into this, runs into a prostitute, and of course he wants to. And of course he's going to, you know, kill her. But then of course uh, Batman comes comes in, and they fight it out, and you know he tries hitting him, and of course he finds out. That's leather armor, and we see the the full armor suit. You know, it's leather armor, red, and and what have you. And you know, he hits him, and of course, nothing really hurts him. And then, of course, he beats the the Reaper beats the shit out of Batman. You know, and he actually. Um, you know, cuts him, and then, of course, he starts firing bullets at Batman as well, and Batman escapes through the sewer, and, of course, the sewer leads leads uh, to him at Wayne Manor, and he arrives all beaten and cut and bloody and bruised, and next day he wakes up, Leslie is there, and... You know, tries to heal him up, and 
you know, and he says to Leslie, I used everything I had, all my skill, all my strength, and it still wasn't enough. And he looks at the picture of his deceased parents, starts getting flashbacks, and he says, I've always dreaded this, but perhaps the only way to avenge them. And he takes out the gun and he says, is to fight my enemy on his own terms, to fight the kind of man who killed them with the weapon that made me what I am, the gun that took their lives. And thus ends chapter one. Chapter two, deal with the devil. Gray Misty Dawn in Gotham City. The Gotham uh, SWAT team is um, escorting Big Willie Belanca to prison to avoid a me media circus. And they go outside and they see uh, a hitman out there and he starts firing down at, at the squad and then, then there's a big fire up there <clears throat> you know and they start shooting and then of course as the policemen are distracted by firing shots we see the reaper and the reaper takes out his gun shoots one of the detectives and the other policeman out there and takes off with the car gordon later shows up and And of course, um, you know, we see him there with the pipe and um, <clears throat> he finds out about uh, one of the other, um, you know, about uh, there was like a, like a boy there who also was shot. And he says, he says, uh, Commissioner, the boy is in Critical Lewis, he didn't make it. I'll call his family. I'll do it, Bukowski. Yes, sir. Oh, and Commissioner, I've got Mayor. The Mayor on hold. He wants to know when he can expect you back at the planning breakfast. And, of course, uh, the Commissioner points the finger at him and he says, You tell the Mayor if he bothers me again, I'll shove his phone so far it'll never see daylight. <laughs> Okay, and then of course we see Bruce down in the Batcave uh, using the gun that killed his parents, doing some target practice, and of course uh, Alfred is there, and you know we see him up there and he's getting some breakfast, he talks more with Leslie, you know, and Leslie tries to talk him out of it. He says, uh, do you ever stop to think what your father would say if he knew? And he says, every day, it's useless to argue with you. Alfred, would you please phone Rachel Casman and tell her I can't make our lunch date. I'll be looking at apartments. And, of course, um... Of course, we see a comparison of Bruce uh, holding up uh, the, you know, his bat suit, and of course, um, the the Reaper holding up his suit. 
and and then we see um, Rachel there getting ready to put on her um, nun her nun suit, um, looking at her nun suit, and of course uh, the father, of course he um, he then has a flashback to when the mother died and. A little similar to when um, to when Bruce's parents died, you know, there was a person, um, oh, you know, trying to rob them. Of course, they were coming out. Of the, the robber was coming out of the house, and um, and of course, uh, you know, the father tried to stop him, and then of course uh, shot the mom, and right in front of Rachel's. Um, Right in front of Rachel, and then he, and then of course she died. And and then Rachel, of course, goes and sees Bruce, and and of course there they are, and they're having um, you know they're having uh they're having lunch and. You know, and, uh, you know, she says, Mr. Wayne, I don't think you've been entirely truthful with me. And he says, Leslie couldn't make her appointment, Rachel. That's the honest truth. And please call me Bruce. <laughs> and she goes, I hope Leslie's well. She takes on more than any one person can handle. And, of course, ironically, he says, Crusaders are like that. They always think they can change the world. And, um, and of course, later they... They go and they uh, walk around. They get some ice cream, and uh, they, you know, they walk around and um, and you know, and they, um, you know, they just, you know, they go around. They're talking and. Um, you know, and they talk about uh, Rachel's father. You know, she says he lost the only joy in his life when my mother died. He became distant, withdrawn. I, I hate it if that happened to you. And of course, he says perhaps it's too late. He drops the ice cream cone, and they start making out. Yep, another love story <clears throat> for Batman. And then later on at night, we see Batman arrive at uh, Commissioner. Gordon's office and and you know of course um, you know they're talking and you know Gordon he says uh, you know the department will give you full cooperation he's about just as he's about to say full cooperation he goes no commissioner I'm working alone on this one I can't risk even an accidental leak and you know he says, "What makes you think there's an there's a leak?" You know he says, "You know ask Big Willie, but he won't answer." Commissioner, very soon now you're going to curse my name, order my capture, wish me dead against that time. I can only say, I swear to you, by the cause I love, that I am your friend. And we see Batman uh, take off. 
and then later on uh, we see um, you know more of the SWAT team getting ready for uh, Johnny Hamar from Metropolis coming in um, you know mob bosses you know they're trying to you know they're trying to come in here try to um, you know try to make a stop and then um, and of course uh, the crew is approaching the plane and of course Gordon feels like there's something wrong and you know he orders the men to go and you know we see um, Hamar uh, getting off the plane and uh, you know his uh, his server he says problems Mr. Hamar he says we're on a vacation Martin we have nothing to fear and then he hears the voice you are wrong Jonathan Hamar and it's the Reaper and he says for you will soon know to fear the Reaper and then we see Batman disguised as a um, as an airport worker and you know you know, and the Reaper says, you dare, and he goes, I do. And Gordon, he pulls out a gun, he says, I know I could count on you, Batman, we've got him, and Batman, of course, pulls out the gun, shoots at Gordon's gun, and he says, get out of here, Gordon, before this gets serious, and, and of course, that's, and of course, Batman is now going into using the gun and then he throws the gas bombs at the at the police um mayor tries to go back into the police i mean he tries to go into the plane and the reaper follows him in and then we get a battle into the into the plane and And of course, uh, the and then of course uh, Batman gets. And of course, uh, Bat Batman gets him off the plane, and then uh, the police try to apprehend the Reaper. The Reaper escapes through a big explosion, and um. You know, the police talks with one of the, um, with one of the, uh, you know, with one of the SWAT team members, you know, you know, he says, you know, one of them says, uh, but what's, but what's what with the Batman? I thought he was on our side and he says, so did I, McGinley, and he lights up a pipe and he says, looks like we were both wrong. And then we come to like a mob boss uh, meeting, and and we're seeing that there's you know there's a you know there's a meeting here, and you know they're wondering where Hamer is, and then we see it from right there. And then we see Batman come, come down, and he always says, "I'm here to call a truce. I want the Reapers as much as you do, but for my own reasons. Our goal is the same. I suggest we work together to achieve it. 
instead of fighting each other and doing the reaper's work for him, throws a battering at, at their hands, and, you know, he worked, looks at one of the, you know, one of the mob bosses, um, Um, his name is Morgan Jones, by the way, the Joneses, and he says, you know, Jones says, sounds good on paper, but how do we know you won't try to cross us? And he says, you don't, and he flicks his cigar out of his mouth, and he says, any more than I know you won't try to cross me. And... And of course he says, sounds dicey, but it might work. But we got our own man. You'll have to work with him. Hey, Joey. And... You know, he hears a voice says, the Batman, huh? Never thought I'd be working with you. And he recognizes the voice. He gets a flashback to when his parents were killed. And we see that it's Joe's chill. You know, and he says, the politics make strange... Bedfellows, huh? Name's Joe Chill. And recognizes that it it is, in fact, the man that uh, killed his parents. And that's the end of Chapter 2. Chapter 3. Deadly Allies. So, we see Batman at the grave of Martha and Thomas Wayne, his parents, and he says, You showed me, Father. I asked you what I must do to make them afraid, and you told me. I have become a bat, a creature of the night, to operate in their world. I have even taken up their weapons of blood and death. The weapon whose, bore, whose war overcame your dying screams. I can accept their world, Father, their weapons. But must I become one of them? Must I join forces with your killer to see justice done? And of course, he hears a voice in the shadow that says, Do you see now, Bruce? Do you see what you have become? And it's, of course, it's Leslie Tompkins. You know, he says, Leslie, Leslie, what are you doing here? I knew you'd be here among the dead. It's where you belong. If you ally yourself with criminals and murderers, with the man who killed your parents, I have to, Leslie. If joining forces with the underworld is what it takes to defeat the Reaper, then I will. He's killing as many police and citizens as he is criminals. If I have to become one of them to defeat him, I will. And she says, Bruce, do you ever pray? No. Not since that night. I do sometimes. I'll pray for you, Bruce. Then we uh, cut to an alleyway. We see Joe Chill lighting up a cigarette. And Batman says, Chill, you're right on time. Let's go. And Bruce says, the target. And Batman says, the target's home. Um, of course, they... They go on to a building, um, and 
And of course they go on top of the roof and And of course they take out uh, some armed men here. And Chill, he goes to shoot one of them. He says, you know, like shooting fish in a barrel. And Batman throws, um, you know, one of the machine guns at him. He goes, no. He says, when they wake up, they'll do anything we say. A bullet can't buy that kind of fear. And Chill says, no argument. But my way got its uses too. And Batman says, we'll see. And of course, uh, they go and, you know, they lock their guns, and, um, and, you know, he's, you know, Batman says, they're in here, we'll go, we'll go on three, and, uh, Chill recognizes the gun, you know, he says, for a man who doesn't like guns, you sure pack a cannon. I used to carry a piece like that, and Bruce remembers, um, you know, what happened to his parents. He has the flashback again. Of course, we see him as a little boy holding the gun, and cut back to present time. He says, is that right? You know, he goes, one, two, three, and they come in there blasting. And... You know, and then, of course, I don't think they really, um, I don't think they really kill anyone here. You know, they, I mean, they, you know, they shoot at the bats and stuff like that, but they don't really kill anybody. And they, they have one guy there, you know, who's still alive. And, you know, he says, stay away, man, I'm warning you. Um, and, of course, Batman says, you'd kill yourself too, son. Let's talk this over. And, you know, because he has a grenade, and of course, uh, you know, the guy's nervous, he's saying, I, I don't know, and he has the grenade, and of course, Chill shoots him, and Batman, of course, chastises him, he says, that wasn't necessary, and Chill goes, omelets and eggs, partners, wouldn't do much for my rep if I let you get killed, wouldn't it? Or Corey ought to be back here, some, of course, Batman, uh, you know, clanks his gun against Chill's gun. And he goes, Chill goes, watch it. And then we see this uh, hippie guy coming out here. And, and you know, the hippie guy says, look, I don't want any part of your world. I just want to live in peace. Um, and, of course, uh, they start a little interrogation with the guy. And, uh, you know, Chill says, yeah, you... You know, yeah, you burnouts are real worried about peace. Listen up, hippie. You're joining the real world now. My bosses have a job for you. And... And, of course, um, you know, Batman and Chill, they, you know, they part ways. And, of course, uh, Batman says, Father, what have I done? And... Uh, Chill has a talk with, you know, the other mob bosses and also Jones and, and of course, um, you know, they don't trust 
Batman and um, and of course uh, they're gonna try and uh, take him take him out as soon as uh, they take out the Reaper and then we cut to um, to police headquarters and we see Commissioner Gordon here talking and you know talking about how to stop the reaper and you know talking about uh you know south you know big drug deal you know in southville and you know about attracting batman and of course uh, the reaper and then we cut to um you know, to Wayne Manor. You know, and of course, uh, Bruce is with uh, Leslie and, you know, leaving leaving Wayne Manor, you know, and she says, you know, Bruce, I can't believe you're going through with... And of course, Bruce goes, Leslie, listen to me. I care for Rachel Caspian very much, more than any woman I ever met. If you think I'll, I do anything to hurt her, you don't know me. And, and of course, uh, they have, and of course they're going over, they're having, uh, dinner, and, you know, they, they start having dinner, and they, of course, um, you know, of course he, he meets, uh, the father, you know, they introduce each other, and, um, You know, and they start, um, you know, they start, you know, they start talking and, and of course, uh, he's being, uh, you know, a little protective and, you know, he's worried about, uh, Rachel being hurt and, you know, he says, you know, Bruce says, I think that may be the supreme capacity of the human soul to put pain behind it to begin anew. I love Rachel, Miss, Mr. Caspin. I would never do anything to hurt her. And of course, they shake hands. He says, "Take care, for Mr. Wayne. The world is a very evil place. I will, Mr. Captain." And of course, um, you know, Bruce leaves with Leslie, and um, and and of course, uh, we see outside Bruce with uh, with Rachel and. Um, you know, and her father, and, you know, talking, she says, you know, Bruce, would you like to come in for a while? The three of us have lots to talk about, I'm sure, and, you know, the father says, I'm sorry, darling, but I have to go out tonight some other time, Mr. Wayne, and of course, uh, Bruce says, of course, Mr. Gaspin, I'm afraid I'll have to take a rain check, too, and... And of course, uh, they both go their separate ways. Bruce goes into Batman, and the, you know the dad goes into uh, goes into the Reaper. <laughs> Little comparisons there. And Batman meets Chill in the um, in the alleyway. Um, and and they're walking around the mean streets here, and. Little, I mean, it's them that uh, it's a little bit of a setup by the 
by the police and Gordon. And we see the Reaper there. He kills one of the undercover cops. And, and meanwhile, Batman was chill. He says, you know, Batman says, chill, give me those binoculars. I thought I heard something. And he sees that one of them has been killed. And, and then uh, Batman goes down. And... And then uh, the Reapers assumes the identity and goes in and starts killing the drug dealers. And Chill and Batman start to make their way up there, and so do the police. And then they finally see the Reaper, and the Reaper. And then they start firing, and then there's a fight, and then the police come in. You know, Gordon comes in with the guns and his men. He says, everyone freeze. And of course, um, you know, the Reaper starts firing off, you know, with his guns. And then, of course, uh, Batman saves his life. And Gordon, of course, punches Batman and says, you, you're under arrest. And then there's a big commotion. There's a lot of firing. And the... Um, you know, and there's a, just a big old shootout. And Chill, of course, uh, hits one of the gas. Uh, hits the ether tank, and then, boom, there's a big explosion. And Joe Chill is hanging there, um, you know, off the ledge. And, you know, he says, you know, give me a hand. And, of course, uh... Bruce is having the flashback to when his parents were killed, and of course he reluctantly goes goes out and saves him, and in chill he says, you know, what a fiasco, some cops and some hippies got ice, but the Reaper got away clean. We'll have to do better next time. Batman says yes. He says, you know, having a conversation to his father, you know, I saved him only because I need him, father. But once we have slain the Reaper, I swear my next victim will be the man who killed you. And I promise, and I promise you, he'll know the reason why. That's the end of that chapter. Chapter four, So Shall Ye Reap. And we go right here to the Brayshaw shipping place. And we see another meeting with the mob bosses. Joey, Joey, you have disappointed us. And of course, uh, Chill, he says, Your assignment was to lure this Reaper into a trap and dispose of him. Instead, we lose a valuable shipment of drugs. Tell me, how will we salvage this situation? And of course, uh, Chill, he goes, it's not that far gone, Mr. Moritz. True, the operation didn't go off as planned. But it gave me a look at how both the Reaper and the Batman operate. I'll use that for next time. And the next time this Reaper, I mean, the next time this Reaper, he dies. Hey, eh, Joey? 
Guaranteed, Mr. M. And the Batman, Joey? He'll follow the Reaper into hell, Mr. M. You've got my word. That's good. We'll meet again on Friday. And we see the Reaper um, outside. And then we cut to this guy here with a beard and glasses, walking with books. And the Reaper uh, bitch slams him. And he, he says, Silence, Sutton. They call you Blinky, do they not? And the guy says, You're, you're right. He says, he says, you're, you're that Reaper guy. I swear, I'm clean. Police and farmers are never clean, Sutton. But without their eyes, there are little use. Please. And, you know, the guy says, please give him back. You will tell the police that a council of organized crime will meet Friday at the Brayshaw warehouse. You will not tell them the information came from me. And he says, I will. I mean, I won't. I mean, do it, Sutton, or I will be the next thing you see. And the last. And he breaks his glasses. And we got to Wayne Manor on Friday evening. And we see Leslie, you know, he says, uh, going out again, Bruce. And you know, she says, that's right, Leslie. I'm having dinner with Rachel. Uh, with or without your approval. Why do you think I wouldn't approve, Bruce? You two make a lovely couple. And I'm sure her father feels the same way. And of course, he got, she goes to straighten up his tie. Why, thank you, Leslie. And 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 of course, uh, you know Alfred sees how happy Bruce is, and so does uh, Leslie. And they go out to the um, Asian restaurant, and um. And, of course, um, you know, Bruce tells Rachel, I wanted an evening with the two of us alone. And she says, oh, that's serious. And then we see uh, the fortune cookie, and she breaks it open, and it's an engagement ring. Um, and he says, it's your fortune, Ray. And provided, of course, you agree to marry me. And she says, marry you? And she, of course, she says yes. And of course, the fortune, it says, uh, you may avoid your fate, but never escape it. Okay. And then we see outside the uh, the shipping warehouse, we see Gore and his men getting ready, and they're about ready to. To commence the operation, and then all of a sudden, there's a fire from the roof top, and well, there's a whole bunch of firing. Gordon gets hit, and then um, you know the mob bosses hear it, and then there's a whole bunch of shooting, and then we see the Reaper there, and the Reaper has uh, killed 
bunch of men. Oh, it's not Gordon that gets hit. Oh, okay, I thought it was Gordon. Okay, shame on me. Um, and we see a bunch of, you know, we just see a bunch of shooting. And then we see Batman, you know, flying in on, on a rope. And then we see him there, and then there's a bunch of shooting. And of course he jumps down on, on the light signal and then he takes the um you know, he takes out the the police man, takes the police car and he crushes it right in to the warehouse. Um and of course, there's a bunch of commotion, and we see explosions and firing there. Um, and then, um, <clears throat> then of course, uh, both Batman and the Reaper they get away, and we see the bat signal. Um, you know, the bat signal is out, and, and, you know, you know, and the, you know, hoping that, uh, Batman will, uh, will answer it, you know, I mean, he finally realizes that Batman was on his side, He's been on their side, and, um, and of course, Bruce is, meanwhile, talking with Rachel, and, you know, he comes into the house, and, you know, she, he says to Rachel, um, you know, you know, he says, I'm about to do something, something I have, I have to do something you'd probably damn me if you knew if you knew, and, you know, he wants to tell her that, that she's, that he's Batman, and of course he's not, uh, finding the words, and she says, I just want you to know that, that after that I, you know, he says, I just wanted you to know that after that I'm done, I'm yours for the rest of our lives, and, you know, and she says, you know, I've seen the real Bruce Wayne, not the playboy, not the philanthropist. And I can't believe that man would ever do anything he knew to be wrong. And, and of course, uh, she tells him, to, you know, to go and do what he needs to do. And then he walks off and we see the bat signal again. And we see Batman at the, um, at the apartment of Joe Chill. He has the gun to his head. And, you know, and of course he wakes him up. Um, you know, and he wakes him up and, and, uh, and of course, uh, you know, Batman, you know, he takes him to Crime Alley, um, 
you know, he says, do you recognize Ed? And he says, um, you've been here, Chell. It was 20 years ago. And he says, you know, you try to take a necklace from a woman. Her husband tried to stop you and you killed them. Um, and he says, uh, how do you, you know, that's what you say. How do you know? And he says, how? Because I watched you chill. Because I'm their son. And of course, he rips open the mask, and he sees that it's, um, you know, that it's Bruce Wayne. And, and of course, he goes to beat up Chill, and you know, and he says, um, you know, no guns, Chill, just this one—the gun you killed him with. That's the only gun you're going to touch. He says, "Where do you want it, Chill?" In the heart, like them, behind the ear, in the mouth, and of course, kill. Chili says, "Just do it if you can." I don't think you can. And he puts the gun to his head, and it looks like he's about to kill him. And then all of a sudden, bang! Right in the back of the head, and it's the Reaper. And you know. Um, You know, the Reaper says, you know, I stalked you from the warehouse waiting my chance to strike. Now your secret is mine. We shall meet at your monument to your father where we shall finish the most ironic conflict. And... and of course, they go right into the... Um, Right into the place of um, the construction site here, the construction. And him and the Reaper are are fighting out. The police are there. And so is Gordon. And Gordon, of course, we see him there with a cigarette in his mouth instead of a pipe. And, you know, he says, keep the reporters back. Bukowski, I'm going up there. And there's a... You know, financiers and, um, you know, the Reaper, he's holding onto the ledge. Uh, we see the skull mask comes off and Batman realizes that it's actually Rachel's father. And he says, as he's hanging on, you know, he says, come on, you know, come on. And it's over, you know, he gets on his hand and he says, yes, and I'm glad. I didn't think you were a killer. I see now I was wrong. And, of course, he lets go, and, and he falls to his death, and he says, but now I know you will make a fine replacement for me. Yeah, he says that, and then, and then of course, he lets go, and he falls to his death. And, yeah. And, of course, uh, you know, Batman takes, you know, the gun, and... Um, you know, he hides it right into the, right into the cement place, you know, um, you know, in the building here at Wayne Enterprise, he says, no, father, let it end here with the burial of the gun that took your life, deep in the building dedicated to it, and we see, um, you know, reporters, uh, hounding Miss uh, hounding, um, Rachel, and, you know, 
knowing that you know she feels she knows that uh, her father was the reaper and then we see um bruce making her making his way through the the paparazzi and what have you and then he comes in and and of course uh they embrace each other and you know and you know he says you know you know it doesn't but it doesn't matter we can go away from all that someplace where and uh you know, she says, Bruce, don't you understand? He was my father. I have to make amends for what he did. And she brings out the nun outfit. And she says, Bruce, I'm sorry. And he says, you know, I understand, Rachel. Goodbye. And... And, of course, uh, as we see Bat, as you see Bruce walking away, we see, in the shadow, we see the shadow of, uh, of Batman there. You know, silhouette of the shadow of Batman. And then we cut right to Crime Alley where his parents were killed. And he's there with Alfred and Leslie. And he sees the memorial clinic named after uh, his father. And... Oh, there's a YouTube ad here. I gotta put that on mute. And luckily, I get to skip this ad. Oh, wait, I don't have to skip this ad. It just ended. Good. Um, and of course, uh, um, you know, Bruce goes, uh, you know, he goes to walk, you know, to walk away, you know, and, um, you know, Alfred says, wait for Miss Tonkin. You know, and Bruce says, wait for Miss Tonkin, Alfred. But, sir, you, and he says, don't worry about me, Alfred, it's getting dark. I can always find my way in the dark. And we see Batman, you know, um... You know, flying away on a rope. And that is the end of Batman Year 2. So, in conclusion, Batman Year 2, great book, great story. I love the art. I love the story. And it is fantastic. I think sometimes it does get overshadowed by um by year one because year one is such a masterpiece but um but absolutely year two um year two is definitely a good story you know and i can definitely see you know story-wise how it is an influence on mask of the phantasm not just because of you know the reaper costume and and stuff but the um but, you know, uh, the love story between Bruce and Rachel, I mean, of course, we see it in, um, you know, we see it in, in Batman Mask of Phantasm with uh, Batman and, um, and Andrea, you know, Andrea Beaumont. And, of course, the only difference is, is that uh, the romance between Batman and Andrea, it takes, um, well, the romance takes place... Um, before Batman, I mean, 
you know, becomes who he is. You know, this is when Bruce Wayne is, like, fiddling with the idea of becoming Batman. And then, of course, um, he was trying to decide whether or not should he still go through with it. And then, of course, uh, she leaves him. And then, eventually, he does become... Uh, she does, he does eventually become Batman, and then she comes back into his life, and the rest, as they say, is history. And with this one, you know, at this time, you know, Batman, you know, he's in his second year of being a crime fighter, and he's contemplating leaving, you know, Gotham behind. He wants to marry her, but then, of course, um, to atone for the sins of her father... She decides to go back to, you know, becoming a nun. And, you know, it really does um, sum up, you know, Bruce's, um, you know, love story, you know, um, as Batman. You know, the whole Batman, you know, trying to find love is that, um, you know, something always gets in the way. You know, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's someone who... Um, can't, you know, trying to atone for, you know, the past of someone else's mistake or, you know, um, you know, or if it's, you know, or it's by death or someone can't handle the fact that he is Batman, you know, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's like, you know, he can never get away from being who he truly is and that is Batman, you know, in fact, um, if you uh, go back and look at the original script for Batman Mask of the Phantasm, uh, actually the script, the original uh, title of the movie is called um, Batman Masks. You know, it doesn't say of oh, the Phantasm, it just says mask. Um, you know, in the final part where we see, um, you know, we see Batman, you know, on top of the building and we see the the flash of the uh, of the bat signal and you know he, he looks sad and then he you know he sees the bat signal and then he goes off and he disappears into the night um you know he said you know it says um you know you know a lonely dark guardian um you know watches over the city um you know destined to be alone it's always been the city for him and that's sort of you know, his, um, that's sort of his life, you know, I mean, not sort of, it definitely is his life, you know, it's like, you know, he, you know, he wants to have friends, he wants to have relationships, you know, he wants to have love, but at the end of the day, he can just never have it, because, you know, it's always the city of Gotham that needs him, you know, the city, you know, pretty much the whole world needs a Batman, so, as long as the city needs him, he cannot commit to a true relationship. And thus, it leads to heartbreak. And we always see it in the movies, in the comics, and in the cartoons. Why, um, you know, love you know, love for Batman always ends in a um, not-so-happy ending. It always ends in, in tragedy. You know, I mean... To, I mean, when it comes to love, I mean, Batman has had more tragedy than a Shakespeare play. And, of course, it also, the story, this story here also plays into Batman's relationship with guns. 
you know, of course, uh, Batman does use guns. You know, he fi- he thinks he needs the gun to take out the Reaper, and then he realizes throughout the story that, um, you know, he's slowly but surely turning into what he, he um, hates the most, and that um, he realizes that, you know, what that he cannot use the gun and and he just gets rid of it. And thus why in the you know, later on in in stories he does not um, use a gun, he hates the guns. I mean he's trained in guns, he knows how, how they work, how they operate, but he never uses it. Actually he did use a gun um, earlier in the comics in the in the thirties and forties, but then they did away with that because um, of what happened to his parents and because of what happened to his parents you know it's almost traumatizing so thus you know batman you know uses a battering and uses other weapons for him to defeat um to defeat the gun and of course in uh batman uh, gotham knights um you know it also explores a little more into his uh uh, quote-unquote relationship with uh, with firearms and all in all it's a good story uh, I actually ordered this um, graphic novel from Barton's and Noble it is the 30th anniversary deluxe edition that I got and there's actually a bonus story called well, I've got the title of it full circle yep and that is a 1991 sequel to Batman Year Two. And next week, we're going to go right into that. And I'm going to be reading that story for all of you. And that's going to do it. Like I said, sorry I'm late for it uploading this. But unfortunately, I had some technical difficulties. And also, like I said in the beginning, everything can't be perfect. So, but next week I'll hope to do better. Hope you all enjoyed it. And until then, this is Matthew Burris saying, Later, masturbators.